0: Hello and welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast where we are in episode 85 and we are coming from the SACC's Nature Photographer of the Year and Photographer of the Year. I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories and all things photography. Join Dermot and Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. Hello and you're very welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. I'm today's host, Diarmuil Donovan, and to my right is no one. Yes, I'm on my lonesome all today. So Darren J. Spoonley was feeling a bit tired, so he decided to stay in bed and catch some z's after our very entertaining trip to the Dolomites in Italy. I only joke. I'm sure he's a busy man, but I was free on this end because I have entered a special competition today and I am actually here in the heart of Ireland in County Tipperary at the Horse and Jockey Hotel. Now, the reason why I'm here today is because I'm attending the SACC, Southern Association of Camera Clubs, Nature Photographer of the Year and Photographer of the Year. So, I have been out of the club game for quite some time and I decided, you know what, I need something to push me along a bit further and further my photography journey, which I felt has gotten a bit stagnant in recent months. Hence why I've started going on a few more trips around the world to kind of get my creative juices going. And like I said, try and push my photography techniques and my skills to new levels and test myself in as in many ways as possible. So what is the SSCC So SACC, sorry, it's a bit of a tongue tie. So like I said, it's the Southern Association of Camera Clubs. So if you draw an imaginary line from just above Galway, I think it's above Galway, the whole way across the country to <laughs> South Dublin and everything below is the SACC's. And what that is, is it's a group of camera clubs that have all kind of came under this umbrella and they have a competition every year, which is the the regional rounds. So the winners of this, this competition will be put through to the IPF Nature Photographer of the Year and Photographer of the Year in February the 25th. Now where that is, I actually can't remember. I'm sure I was told, but <laughs> yeah, at times I do get forgetful. Now, we were at this competition last year and we were at the finals last year also in Carlo. Maybe it's the same again this year. Hopefully, it is because it's actually not too far from Limerick. And it was what a creative event. It was just simply amazing. Now, this year is no difference. Like, we are in the Horse and Jockey Hotel, and this hotel is, oh, it's fabulous. Like, we have our own room and everything. So it's just so nice. Now there is a bit of an echo. I don't know if it's gonna come really true onto the microphones, hopefully not. Uh, Last week's episode, we were in the Dolomites and there was a horrible, absolutely horrible echo and it was a nightmare to edit the podcast. So I do apologize for that. It wasn't the best of episodes, but look it is what it is and I don't want to, uh, go do that again. It was a nightmare, like I said, to edit. I was there for about two and a half, three, four hours trying to edit and try and take out all this reverb that was in the room and everything. And we didn't really have decent microphones with us either. But yeah, let bygones be bygones. So let's go back to the the issue at hand. Well, it's not an issue, the reason why we're here. So the judging has started at 9.30 a.m. Now it's ongoing at the moment and I'm in here talking to you guys. So I'm just going to pull up the the schedule that they have for today. So what they're actually doing at the moment is they're going to the open color print at the moment and every photographer is entitled to four entries into that competition. Now, after that, then they're going to do the open monochrome print, which also another four entries and bear with me so I don't have to say that anymore. There's up to four entries in every category. So like I said, the open monochrome print is uh, then on. Then the open colour PDI, which is the uh, digital display. And then you have the open monochrome digital also. Then we are going to go for lunch at 1pm. And then the judging then will start back again at 2pm. And the judges are going to go straight into mammal and marine. And then next will be the birds. And then the PDI of inter... Sorry, I can't pronounce this word. It's interverberates. I think that's like insects and spiders and all that kind of stuff. And then the PDI of flora and fungi. So that would be a really interesting one. It's not something that I practice much myself, but yeah. It'd be great. To, I, I, I like the photographs of mushrooms, especially some of these photographers that we have in our country. I know Bill Powers uh, loves the toadstools. They're <laughs> quite amazing, some of his pictures. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he has any uh, entries in this year's competition. Then what's going to happen at 4pm is that the award ceremony is going to start and I really look forward to that because that's when you get all the smiles and all the happy faces and everyone's kind of relaxed and everyone knows where to stand at that stage and it's a feel-good factor. And the room inside is, is amazing. like They have all these uh, seats and they're elevated up along like a bleachers in an American football stadium kind of style. So everyone can see, no one's blocked, and the judges have a nice little comfy seat right at the front with softbox lighting up the prints as they get to see them. And I don't know what the judging system is this year. Last year's one was really, really good, and I think they really should do it again, but I'm going to try to get one of the judges on to see if they can talk about the judging system and the quality of prints. And I want to talk to them about a few things, because in my own opinion, I when I got my prints done for this competition, I was solely very, very disappointed in the quality of the work that was given to me, simply because I, no, I I didn't put your man in a rush, he said he could do the job, it's just that I was away in the Dynamite, so I didn't get a chance to get them done, and everyone was kind of done, kind of, in a in a, in a bit of a haste, but still, if someone can, supposed to do, be able to do their job, they should be able to do their job, but long story short, the guy handed me back my mounts, and I, I was in a bit of a rush, so I came home, because I had to get to cook the dinner for the kids, and... When I got home, I just had a quick look at them and the, the backing mounting board and the front mount were coming apart. There was there was like little or no glue. And then one of the prints then, as you join when you get that white board around your picture, uh, so I can fit it into that frame that bit easier. Well, that was visible on the front of it. So it's like the guy just didn't do his job properly. And I was very, very disappointed because I paid good money for a product and he didn't deliver. So, lo and behold, I don't think I'll be going back to that guy again. I had to super glue the mounts and the backing board myself on every picture. So, I was very, very disappointed. And I hope I don't lose marks now simply because of that. Uh, I kind of had to put a kind of rush job together again myself. But, yeah, fingers crossed. I hope the judges like my prints. So, yeah, I'm going to ask the judges about the quality of the mounting boards and... Is that something that people look into? Is it the quality of the picture or they're looking for the quality of the presentation as an overall? So if it's kind of not a good, like, does the mount play a part in the pictures in the competition? Because it's going to be really interesting to see if you can uh, up your game on that side of things in future competitions, because if it is, then I'm going to invest my time and money into doing something like that for next year if I enter the competition. So there was collection points throughout the last couple of months, uh, or not the last couple of months, last month. And if you were to enter your pictures, you would have had to drop off your pictures in Enniscorty, Dungarvan, Limerick, Kilkenny or Blarney uh, at any of those camera clubs. And there was particular nights where a judge or not a judge, uh, a person from the SSSC would come along and pick up those prints. And I know Marco Corman came to Limerick and he got caught on a bring him by night in the camera club. And I think he spent a small fortune while he was there. Uh, so he kind of got caught with that one. But look, he got a case of gas, man. This is what happens in photography. We all have gas, we just don't like to admit it. Moving on, so we, today's judges are Dominic Redden, Des Clinton. They were here last year. Great judges, great human beings. I really enjoyed having the time with them and a bit of crack. And also, Michelle Legroux. Now, I've never met Michelle. Uh, and I look forward to maybe talking to her in a while. And hopefully she'll come in and have a few words on the podcast. to be great. And hopefully Mark will come in and talk about <laughs> his gas or something. Uh, talking about last year's winners. Last year's winners was uh, Hugh Wilkinson from up the north. I think it was Catchlight Photography. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hugh. I'm sorry if I, if I got the wrong camera club. But Hugh was such a nice guy. He's such a gent. He was talking about his picture and how he got it. There was like these two bullfinches. I think it's bullfinches. And were, it's like they were having a fight. They are really upset about each other. I thought the picture was really, really good. It captured such an immense moment. And to get that on camera, it's, it's very hard. It's very, very, very hard. And the other winner then was, the name is escaping my mind at the moment. I'm sorry and my apologies. And I know he's a listener on the podcast, but it's the um, Photographer of the Year uh, picture. And it was a picture of a a woman standing on a pier with a red umbrella and these two waves on either side crashing up against the rocks with a long exposure. And the picture is amazing. It's really, really intense. So they are last year's winners and I hope that I kind of kind of push the boat and try to get in somewhere. And I don't expect to win, but I'd love, I would absolutely love if I was able to qualify for the finals in, I'm guessing, Kerala for now. And that would just really make my day really happy. And as long as we can produce a great podcast here today, I'll be even super happy. Right, that's enough rambling for me for now. And what I'm going to do is... I actually have to run back out to the fan to get the charger for the laptop and then I'm gonna go in and sit down and have a look at some of the amazing pictures that are going to be on display for this amazing competition in the Horse and Jockey Hotel in County Tipperary. So, let's have a quick word from one of our sponsors and we'll be right back after this break. Are you tired of running out of power at that crucial moment? Do you need to charge two batteries simultaneously or charge on the go while in your car.
1: The award-winning Pro Cube 2 from Hanel has got you covered. Available for Canon, Nikon, Sony, and Panasonic. Visit Hanel.ie And more
0: back, back from the break. So I was just inside at the first, well, not the first, the second part of the process of the competition. So the first one this morning was the open color print display. And I missed that because I had to set up for the podcast and I was a bit late waking up. Now I've just came in from the open monochrome print display and my God, some of the images were just outstanding. I was flamboyant. Boys flamb- it? Uh, I was flabbergasted Sorry, by some of the quality and of the prints that are on display. Now it was great to see some so many great images, but one of my favourites was there is a monochrome print of a bearded man and it had this uh, such an impacting uh, display. It was just it was fantastic. There was so much character in the man's face. It was very well lit. It was tack sharp. Technically it was just perfect in every way, shape and form. And lo and behold, I got a perfect score of 15. And talking about scores. So I've been talking to the judges and I was talking to a few people and they have actually changed the scoring system. So now what you're going to see is each judge will score it out of five and then they'll be tallied up and that'll be a full uh, a mark out of 15. So, and then Mark or garment. Was saying that nine points or more will see you through to the finals in Carlo, and I've got got that confirmed. Also, that the finals will be on in Carlo. Also, um, so it was great talking to Mark. He was telling me a few bits and bobs and what's going on and what's the process here today. And look, today it's 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 been a great setup. I mean, like you have the soft boxes, uh, two of them, uh, side by side, uh, are surrounding the print display. So what happens is there's kind of like a a a backboard with a kind of uh, a bracket at the bottom. And what happens is the the great members of the team here hand the prints down and they're slotted into the slot. And then the, the three judges get to see the print on display. And not only that, but the rest of the crowd in the bleachers get to see the print up on the, print, uh, the projected uh, image on the backdrop as well. So everyone can see exactly what the judges are scoring. Because if you're back up on the top part, you're not going to really be able to see who to print to the full quality of its extent. Now, So I think that's a great added benefit for everyone to see that. So the prints are really going to come in on a 20 by 16 mount. So it's a, quite a generous size. And a lot of the, uh, the entries they have elected to go with a bit smaller print where maybe I've made the mistake because I've ended up, I have after getting some prints uh, printed to 15 by 11. So I'm really kind of making use of the 20 by 16 mount as much as I can. Because I want to try and throw the judges to have that, impact saying, look look how big this print is. It's big and bold and it's vivid and it's vibrant. So hopefully that will work in my favour. So coming back to the monochrome section, the, the portraits and the composites are doing really, really, really well. I mean, like like the bearded man, there's some uh, very tasty, elegant photographs of uh, some uh, nice ladies, <laughs> so to speak. And they're, they're really, really good. They're ridiculously well lit in the whole scene. And they they're just stand out. You know, it's those type of pictures, even whether you're into these kind of styles of tower or not, but they just make that impact straight away. You, it's a very striking image. Now, there's not many landscapes in the competition. And I'm a bit taken back by that. Now, there might It might be more in the colour than there would be in the black and white, but there was one image from Ballycotton that really stuck out at me and you could see the Ballycotton lighthouse in the background and you have these lovely lovely rocks in the foreground of these waves with a bit of a long exposure, maybe a second, uh, to kind of give you that backwash effect as it's going back out to the beach. That really stuck out at me, and I think that did really well. So I think here at the competition, if you get a score of 12, you've done well. You're true to the next round. But I think if you get a score of 13 and above, you've done really well. You know? So at that stage, you're kind of getting 4-4 and a 5 or whatever. And... It's, it's just really, really hard to get a high score here. There's not too many images that are getting a 15. I think so far in the monochrome print, there was three images that got full marks. And I don't know if any of the color prints got full marks. And I'll, I'll try to talk to one or two people about it to see if what they got. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. I'm going to jump back in because what's up next is my section is the open color projected digital, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how I score in that section. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So the projected monochrome and color section have just been finished. Now, what I've found in the whole judging system, the judges had, they really had a tough job and I do understand that they have to differentiate and kind of judge it the way they see it. it Seem to favour the colour rather than the monochrome. I noticed that in the monochrome they've judged a, a bit more hard, if I'm to, say, if I'm to be honest. Uh, in my own images now, I didn't even enter the monochrome. I entered the colour digital. Um, and what I did, I entered a landscape image, two of them. And the two of them came in with scores of 10 each. So one of Killaloo in the, the boardwalks out in the jetties. And another of Sacris Roy out in uh, Norway at the Lofoten Islands. I also had another image of a scuba diver who has been flipped upside down. And that score did quite well as well as it got a 10 out of 15 And I also had an image of a girl who had a lot of powder in her hair and she flung it back up when I saw uh, different color lights going through her hair also and that did the best out of all four with a total score of 11. So overall myself, I'm quite happy with my scores so far in the the competition. So all four images qualify for the finals in Carlo on the 25th of February. So big happy Boss for me. Yay! We're going on lunch now. Um, The judges are still inside. They're going to talk about uh, some judging thing that they have to do. I don't know what they're talking about. And next on, I hope to get Michelle Legroux. And she's one of the judges. And I'm going to ask her and grill her with so many questions. I'm curious to see what she has to say. But uh, she seems like a lovely, lovely person. So I'm looking forward to chatting with her. Right. I'll be back in two minutes. Hello and you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast and all the scoring of the uh, mammals and marine and birds are in. They're done. So they're all the print images. So what's left to do is the invertebrate, which would be insects and all that stuff, and flora and fungi. And they are digital uh, projected images, so they won't be for print. But I have the lovely Paki O'Donoghue, the hallway from Blackwater Photographic Club with me here today. How are you, Paki? That's about bad yourself? Good, good. I am flying it. I'm actually kind of stoked because some of my images did really, really well in the uh, in the mammals and marine section. So I'm quite happy. But uh, not only I, but you too, also. You've done very well.
1: Yes, um, fantastic scoring actually um, in the the print. Um, out of the four images that I had under prints, I, uh, uh, the maximum was 15. Mm-hmm. So I scored out of the I got 14 in the four images. Wow, just. No, Remarkable, uh, I, I thought, like, cause there was one actual image in there, like, you know, I can't say what it was, but um, I only put it in as a bit of fun, like, right. you know, and I said, it'll get a bit of a jiggle or a bit of a laugh or something, like, you I know. I think I know the one. And uh, <laughs> I, I said, I, just, I was just trying to find something to put in, into that uh, into the print, like, you know, and I said, yes, we'll, we'll go with this just for a giggle, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it It scored 14, like, you know, out of 15, which is great, like, you know. It's yeah, fantastic, yeah. like, you know. Brilliant. And in uh, the birds, then, like, you know, um, in the last one there now, um, one of my images of a board, it scored 15 out of 15. So wow. I'm there um, there is a couple of 15s there. So yes. I'm hoping that down along the line that I'm either get a, an honorable mention or something like yes. that. There is some stunning stuff. Absolutely stunning stuff today. Like I couldn't believe it, like in the I, nature side. I'd hate
0: to be a judge because be, like, I'm baffled by some of the scores. I'm there going, really? But then the, the, the really hard one's like, oh, my God, it's so hard to differentiate the best from... They're ridiculously good. I mean, because some of the images there are just—they're mind blowing. Like one of your images, and we won't talk about what it actually is, but it was—I'm flabbergasted by how good it was. It was just so crisp, so clean, and the bokeh on the image was just
1: mind blowing. What lens did you use for that image? I used the seventy to 28 Nikon lens, like you know. Wow. Um, it's the, the go to lens for me, like you know. Mm. But I also use um, a 1.4 converter as well, just in okay. the safe side, like if you want to get another little bit, yes, like up to 340, like you know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. absolutely stunning lens. Like, and it, it all depends on what you're photographing, like you know. Um, you can be photographing insects, like you'll have to have a macro lens, like you know, yes. Um, wildlife, you can look up to 150 to 600, or you can have a standard 600 lens, like you yeah. It all depends on what you like yourself. like Correct,
0: right? correct. Sure, like even for myself, like with the marine life, like I'm using a macro lens for some of those shots. So some of the fish that were there weren't exactly as big as... Yes, of course. It was for like sure to be, yeah. like, even when I was getting the images printed in the shop, the guy, the printer said, oh, we want to buy the image off you for, for the wall. And I was are going, look, it's grand. You can have it. You do me lots yeah. of turns. He's so like, oh, no, no, we we'll pay. He's like, Jesus, the thing is huge. Yeah. I was like, it's not. I just, it's only about three inches. <laughs> yeah, it is <was> amazing because
1: <laughs> yeah. the people, uh, they see, like, the see the image, like, and they say, oh, it's fantastic, like, you know, and... But they don't know exactly how small the, yeah, the yeah, insect yeah. or the, the jellyfish is, it, like, you know, yeah, yeah. and they're happy when they see it huge. Like, unless you show them the, uh, the negative or something, around yeah, yes, the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. digital file and say, "Look, yeah, fantastic, it, it like, is. You know.
0: It is very small." But, but look, I am very happy. But like you and I oh. are not the only two who did well. No, no,
1: fantastic. Uh, no. Not just because uh, I'm a member of Blackwater Photographic Society, but we have um, we actually have two members. Um, They're fighting as well, and are, most of them are up to the 15 points, like a yeah. maximum 15. So, um, hopefully now that uh, we can bring. Um, we won't be bringing you a trail and like you know to take home all the medals, <laughs> but we're going to bring home something you know with the help of God today. Like you yes. know, and to be, it's a great achievement for a small little club that we have in, in the Mallow area, but known as the Blackwater Photographic Society. Like we're a small individual um, bunch of people. Like you know, but we're, we're pushing above our weight uh, when to we come up to the big boys in the mm-hmm. nature in, in the bigger clubs. Like you know, yeah. around the country.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're dead right, and like it's it's an honor for me to come down and actually join Blackwater uh, because yes. I actually. it's it's just for circumstances for me to come down it's much easier to join Blackwater it's such a fun group such a great group of guys but, like, if we talk about some of the members, so we have Kieran O'Mahony, Kieran O'Mahony and O'Mahony, yeah. Paul Madigan. The two O'Mahony. boys are away foreign
1: at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I think shocked. they're coming back tonight. Is it they tomorrow are. night or something? like Yeah, yeah. they would be they're shocked they're know, when they'll come back. Hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll be bringing down all the medals for them. Like, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I'd say they got arrested over. I don't think no. they'll come home at all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they have, have to stay for another 12 months. I know, right? Yeah.
0: But I actually saw some of the images that they, the lads got over. Now, I don't. I won't talk about them in case they wanted to keep them quiet, That's but that, yeah. they're, they're unbelievable, I mean, the, the the gear that the guys are using are just top-notch. And you can see the, the technique and the skill on being able to get those images. Like, and oh, yes, sir, I'm yeah. sure you're no different, my friend. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Like,
1: you know, like, <laughs> I met it for a long time you now. I started off with a um, film camera, like, you know. Did you? Moved on up along. I had a little pocket camera before, like, you know, the one of them Kodak disposable <laughs> ones. I used to go do rallies and things, like, you know, with them little things, like, you know. Yeah. But um, compared to what's out there today, like, you know, it's... Actually, at the end of the day, it's a money pit. It all depends on what you want to do. Yeah. It all depends on what time of photo- photography you'd like to do. Yes. And buy the proper equipment. The best thing to buy when you're going out to do photography is buy a good tripod. Yes, I agree. Most important because you can buy a tripod for 50 or 60 euros, but it's no good. Yeah. You have to buy a good strong one. You have to spend a few quid if you want to get your images perfectly sharp. Uh, it must be sitting straight up in the uh, on the tripod. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah,
0: no, you're, you're dead right. And do you know how much I spent in my tripod? I can imagine fourteen hundred euros. Well,
1: well, see, you, you, that, yeah. that's the thing about it. Like you know, yeah. I, I, that's my one thing I say to new members in our club. Like you know, they come in with a nice little tripods and maybe yeah. after paying eighty or hundred euros, and I won't mention any names of shops or things <laughs> like you know. But um, I just said Harvey us, Norman's. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll say it for you. Or leaders, <laughs> <laughs> but um. I said, look, you'll have to get rid of that first of all because um, yeah. you, you have to you have to start off with a good tripod like yeah. that. why once, have, cry once. I have a tripod for the last, it must be 10, 12 years and has been in more seas. And it has more WD-40 sprayed on away. It. And it's still going. There you go. That's the ma- name of the game. You can't be at the best. No, well, I don't know about the best part of it, but it's still hanging on there. Know.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. We'll leave it at that. So, Paki, thank, you very, thank you very much for coming. Thank you very much. do appreciate uh, it.
1: For this, like, and it is, this it's my first time on, uh, on the podcast. Like, there you hopefully go. Hopefully it won't be my last. It definitely won't be. All right, yeah. so, buddy, thank let's very get very back inside. Mate. Bye-bye. Thank you.
0: And now we're back again. We have the lovely human being, Marco Gorman, the chairman of the SACC. It's always a mouthful. I can never say it properly. I always add in a few extra yeah, you letters. You probably somehow. did
2: better than I did.
0: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you, Mark. You were on last year. Thank you very much for coming on again. No problem. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, the, the the standard of images is just through the roof. I've never seen such quality in my life. I mean, it must be hard to be judged, let alone just even looking at the images uh, up up on the stage, you know
2: yeah um no we're we're very pleased this year, um to be honest, not so much about the quality but more about the quantity right we made a, we made a real good effort um at the SACC this year to try and generate some more interest in the competition. We probably have thirty percent increase in the number of wow. um items that have been actually put in, um having said that, um and you'll know because you've just you've just walked out in the nature section, there's been just absolutely unbelievable images, yes, um and because I suppose, me personally, I'm not a nature photographer, I suppose. I'm more interested in seeing those because yes. they're fresh and they're new. But really, some of the captured images of birds yeah. and of mammals and yeah. of fish and sea creatures, it's really extraordinary. I mean, as good as anything you'd see in a BBC wildlife. You're right. And I think that's saying something.
0: You're right. And like, what really stood out to me was when you, the difference between a really good image and an unbelievable image is the gear that's used, it's the lens that you use because you're getting a certain bokeh on the image and you really notice it on the images of the birds and there's one image there and I don't want to say exactly what it is because it's obviously going to the finals because it's got a 15. It's just the image is tack sharp but then behind the bird it's the bokeh balls, it's all this and it just everything just melts away and it's a different type of quality compared to your really good image, would you agree?
2: I think what's actually fascinating um, uh, is, is when you look at the nature images that there is a, as you say, there's a vast difference between what you would kind of call as just you know, you know pretty good standard images and really special images. Yes. There's a real divergence there and it's noticeable and in fact, even you've probably seen in the scoring, you had a sort of a, a general standard score and then there was kind of nothing in the middle and then there were brilliant scores. Yes. Whereas in the Photographer of the Year, the more generic kind of shots you could see that right across the range there was scoring. Really, all the way through. Yes, but definitely um, in the nature, there's a very divergent difference. Yeah, I mean, we could argue about whether it's gear or whether it's somebody's <laughs> patience. Or, I'm just or or talking about I gas, <laughs> like you know, the king of gas. <laughs> I think that's probably uh, you know, some, something that you're bringing to the table here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there is also the adage that you know, um, you know, if you don't have the shot, you're not close enough, and you know, all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are some very special images, and I would hope that it's all not just gear. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't be I, I, I saying <laughs> silly things, Mark.
0: <laughs> but tell me this, so the, and what I've noticed, right, is a difference between the print and the digital projected images. Uh, I feel the prints are scoring a lot better than the digital images are.
2: I think that's just a natural i i, 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 I like everybody loves prints. yes, you, I agree you, you know you really can't be just you know seeing a physical print in front of your eyes. yeah there's something more than special about seeing a print, and I think even a you know a slightly better than average print looks better than a slightly average digital image, yeah yeah uh, it just it really can't compete with it. So consequently, the scoring is probably going to be slightly higher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think what's interesting this year for you, I suspect, is the fact that, you know, you've got a couple of images in there. Yeah, it's great. There's nothing like having a bit of skin in the game, is there? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You're right. Like,
0: having images in it makes it that more exciting, you know. And, like, you can, you're just waiting for an image to come up. And then when it comes up, you start to kind of slightly sweat in your seat. Oh, my God, oh, my God, what's going on I could hear your heart beating, actually, from the top. (laughs) There's a good beat to it, so it's all good. It's all good. Um, the there's one thing that I was curious about The, the, the judges asked for a print uh, to, to hold it and look at it And I noticed myself that it was triple mounted And they, they, they were curious about it. it It was a bit odd this first, first and foremost It was a bit odd to see a triple mounted print And is it allowed? Or is that what they may be questioning about?
2: Um, I think one of, the, one of the things is that they, The judges um, only score the print Okay. In this competition They're not scoring for the mount Okay. Um and so very often what what'll happen is is that a as you say a triple mount image could be the case that it's just now a little bit too far back for them to see it properly okay. and they might have requested just so that they could get a close-up look. Mm. There's really no need for going to all that trouble. No, a I simple, didn't A simple, so. single mount is all that's needed yeah. because that's all that they, they require. Yeah. Now, the rules are that it has to be a certain size and it has to be a certain standard, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Once you once you comply to that, there isn't anything
0: else. Okay, because I, I was kind of in the same boat that you were thinking of. I had a 26 by 20 by 16 mount, but I had a 15 by 11 print, but I didn't want any fancy mounts or anything like that. I didn't want to distract from the picture. I, I think that's the way to yeah, go, Yeah. yeah to per- personally.
2: Yeah. And um, uh, we, like we had a, a meeting at the beginning, we just discussed what kinds of things that we were going to look for. And as I say, uh, we really weren't going to score down if there was anything wrong with the mount or anything okay. wrong with that. Like, but. I think just from a presentation point of view, it's better just to keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. The I'm, I'm, I'm
0: glad to hear that because I had issues with my mount. I talked about it at the start of the podcast where I wasn't happy with the, the mounter, the guy who mounted him. Uh, yeah. The glue was coming away. I actually had to super glue with house glue, the mounts ah. myself. You'll have to start and, doing that yourself. And I, I, I got so livid, like, you know, and normally this guy has done great work for me. I don't know why. You know, and and that's the kind of thing that's going to not bring me back. Yeah. You know, but come here. We won't talk anymore. I know you're a busy man and you have to get back in. Much you, uh, appreciated. Uh, thank you very it's been much very for exciting. coming. Very exciting. I now. hope you enjoyed it. I really did. Today's episode is sponsored by BG Landscape Tours. Bernard leads photo tours and workshops north as far as Lofoten Islands, Senje, Faroe Islands, Iceland to Scotland and as far south to the Italian Dolomites, Tenerife, Namibia and Botswana and not forgetting our own beautiful homeland of Ireland. Find out more at www.bglandscapetours.ie And we're back with Michelle LaGroux. Very fancy name, French maybe, is it Michelle? A little bit, yes. A it's LaGroux. La fem-
3: yes, the feminine version of not
0: <laughs> Le, it's La. la. Brilliant, Michelle. You are from Dublin, correct?
3: I am. Yeah, I'm a full time photographer working in Dublin. I um, double job. I have um, my own portrait company, so weddings and schools and communions and all brilliant. that sort of stuff and events. And then um, I also have a lighting company. So
0: brilliant. So have you have you ever got any bridezilla?s Do
3: you know? I actually scaled back my weddings have on you? the basis that the odds are that I'm due to get one, okay. and because of the odds being so heavy in my against me that I am actually going to get a bridezilla. I decided <laughs> that. I actually <laughs> backed myself out of weddings It's a good idea Yeah, because I kind of reckoned it, They're coming Yeah And brides are far more demanding now Yeah They're, they're yeah, ridiculously yours. demanding Because they've got Instagram And they're like You know, NC and seeing everything on Instagram And they want They come with a shot list It's like
0: reality Instagram Yeah Do you know And, and it's like Doogle and Ted Reality far away you know, they want everything for the price of the cowboy price. Yes, you know? exactly. But and
3: I and I middle of the road. I'm not cheap and I'm not expensive. I am middle right. of the road, so I'm, I'm not I'm something
0: similar now for the weddings. But I've had two bridezillas in the space of six years, so I'm quite happy with that. You know, mm. so
3: well. I decided that um, one day I just came home from a wedding and I went, "Do you know what? Maybe my business model is best based on kids, where I actually am much more comfortable mm. because the the model for schools and play schools." Effectively is better business value for me to be in Mm -hmm. than a wedding, because I'm too picky in how I edit the weddings, and it could take me a week. Yeah, and then I'm never really fully happy. So at least with the schools, they're wrapped up into tidy boxes, and when it's done, it's done. You've got a bridezilla coming back to you, going, "Can you put the veil over my arms? Because I don't like the look of my arms." (laughs) You're laughing because you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll
0: park that and we'll come back to the reason. Why. <laughs>
3: you can crop all of that out. Oh no, no
0: we'll leave it in. It's funny. All right, so we're here for nature photographer of the year and photographer of the year. And I've been saying to some of the guests on the podcast already today that the standard has been really, really high, but there's a massive gap between the really high and the not so high. Oh, yeah, there is. And there's a big separation there for it. Can you understand why? I. Th-
3: think in the evolution of a photographer. You start by thinking, by, by, by replicating images that you've seen. And that's where we see the genesis. That's where they're starting to enter into competition. So they start to enter and they're only doing mediocre because But they realized is they're just replicating other people's work. Mm-hmm. So it's um, set poses, set concepts, You know, people peeping behind things or backgrounds with nothing in it. And they start to realize that they're not, they haven't got the reach in terms of points. They're not going to be getting anything in mm. terms of points. They're not going to be up there yep. in the scoring line. And you have to give the judge's eyes something that they haven't seen or something unusual or something tantalizing or something confusing. And if you do that, then you far more chances of getting the judge to look a second time. So if you're easily passed by, you're just not going to score well. Okay. But if you make me stop and look and say, oh, wow, look at your background. Look what you've done. Look at I, I can see the work. So we reward work. Yes. You know, now people say, oh, you know, composites score well. That's because they've put interesting concepts in there.
0: Right. Now, (coughs) it's funny you said it because I have one of my notes here that fine art, the composites, and they're almost like oil paintings. Yeah. And there is a lot of pre-planning put into this. It's not as you just rock up and take a photograph of a a dragonfly or a a bear or, or whatever. This takes a lot of planning and a lot of uh, post-processing. and creativity. A lot of creativity. And the thought process behind the picture takes so much. To take the picture only takes a couple of Mm. seconds. But like you said, the thought process, the planning, everything like that, all goes in before you even take the picture. Yeah,
3: there's an awful lot of work in those images. Mm. And they're not simple. And therefore, because they're not simple and they don't get passed by, they get a second look. Right. You actually are more intrigued to see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. but today something came up and um, we actively said in the judging we're not going to follow if if, if a fine art image got first look for something else there okay. has to be something else and at the end of the day we picked some very good documentary style photographs that will also fill in the gaps so that we we didn't just put all of our um, scores in one system, in one way, in one method of, of photography. So what we did was we spread them out a good bit.
0: There was a confusion with some of the images that would pop up on the screen and so all of a sudden everyone would stop because it's not the same picture that's going to be in front of you. Mm. What was the confusion there? Because there was two images of uh, two jumping squirrels that didn't get scored on. And I was like, oh my they God. They were amazing
3: images. And it broke my heart. to saw happened? me shout and saying, where are the images? Yeah, what happened there? It's a two-step process. So the first step is they enter the image online and they pay for their image to be submitted online. Mm-hmm. But the second process was they had to print the image. Right. And deliver it on a certain day at a certain time. They didn't deliver. They didn't deliver. Oh my God. Yeah and what you saw was actually quite stunning you know and that breaks my heart because one of the photographers who would have been really high up there is actually in hospital and that's the reason why he couldn't oh no yeah he's in hospital so his his projected went through but his prints never arrived that's and he such a would shame. normally be up there in the medals
0: mm yeah, definitely. Those jumping squirrels, they, they would have placed.
3: Oh, those! yeah, they were stunning. 100%. Because yeah. yeah. I, cu-
0: I couldn't believe the quality.
3: Jumping squirrels are pretty much in the news now. You've got Terry Donnelly in the UK doing an amazing set of images yeah. that he's lured squirrels into his garden. and he's Lured squirrels. You know? <laughs> <I'm> so <laughs> mystical. <laughs> he actually made pedestals for them to jump from. And he lures them with nuts onto each pedestal. And he photographs them from his kitchen, from his back of his house, uh, jumping. Wow. Yeah, to get the nuts. That's insane. Oh, very, amazing. very impressive. Mm.
0: Very impressive. Um, I talked to one, Mark Garman here earlier, and I talked to him about that the difference between print and digital seems to be a different type of scoring. I, feel, I felt as a viewer that the prints were scoring a lot better than the digital. Would you agree, or do you think it was, in your mind, fair? In my mind, it was fair. Okay. But
3: let me tell you, I think... As a judge for me, I would rather see the print.
0: I agree. I, I, I'm I, 100% I, behind
3: I, you. And I um, I feel like I'm an evangelist for my my, my my own business and I say to people, no, I don't sell um, digital files. I'm very sorry, I don't. Okay. You can only get prints from me. The only time I sell digital files as if they're attached to a wedding. I okay. believe in the printed image. It and today was, hello. a couple of times I turned around and went, print's much nicer than the, the PDI. Yeah. yeah. You know, and ridiculously nice. Yeah. It is very hard because they're being, being projected on a giant screen and mm. no matter how many times we tried to sharpen the screen, we weren't getting the same look. No. And you it know. was
0: it was evident when there was a beautiful... I'm going to... I was... Bunny Rabbit. Oh,
3: he was stunning. <laughs> Did you get to see this, this on the
0: back his of our screen? ears. There was like, all oh, the like the rim lighting on oh, his yeah. ears was just stunning. Yeah. But yet, up in the projected screen, I was like, man, that image is soft. Yeah.
3: But do you know what we... I, Today, I made a big point of rewarding people. Mm. And, and you get rewarded in scores when an image is backlit or an animal is isolated or th- there's a bit of snow. And I always say, look, you know, a duck being a duck is not going to win a competition for you. Yeah. Right. It's, quack, the duck, it's a duck being backlit or it's a duck with snow or a duck with ducklings or something like that. Yes. But you cannot. And an awful lot of people today were, were actually printing images of stags. And the stags were blue.
0: Yeah, I I I I noticed that there was a lot of kind of a matte flat effect on some of the images, and I was there going, I was a bit curious because one of my stags and uh, oh sugar, oh sugar, I said a curse <laughs> word. Um, it, I, did you notice the deer picture that was left till the last? Yes. That was mine, and I still don't know what the story is with that. And. Oh, and right. So, I don't know. but like He
3: da- was beautifully styled. Yeah, he was lovely. He was beautiful in the frame. He had, he had foreground interest. Mm. His, the background was beautifully off, off focus. Yes, he scored very well for me. Did he? But um, w- what I will say is that the people who, who put their stags in as blue stags yeah. didn't do it for me. Because I'm looking at the... And most of the time, nature, it, nature photographers are not fabulous editors. Right, okay. They don't see what they need to style the image to look like. Okay. To me, I, I, I think you have to put a little bit of your own... Now, I'm not saying Pizazz. pizzazz to it, yes. But warmer tones, and in, in not super warm, like because mm-hmm. um, there was some very saturated ones later on, but just nice warm tones will always beat that blue-purple tone that we were getting off the stags today, which I didn't really appreciate at all. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on, all you had to do is wearing that slider ever so slightly. You know, add a little bit of vibrance, warm it up ever so slightly, and suddenly it goes from being cold image to being warm and inviting. Yeah, yeah. That's just me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. Now, there's one thing that I wanted to talk about and I think you want to talk about as well is the repetition of pictures. Now, I was there was one, especially in the portraits, there was uh, one model. Now, now it could be the case where uh, about 50 photographers brought them in on a club night and they all photographed it, but they all seemed to submit the one picture. There was a, uh, She was a lovely girl, very striking eyes, uh, red hair, so she'd lovely colour contrast in some of the images, but it was being repetitive. So after a while, I started noticing the same image kind of popping up and I was there. So I got fatigued of looking at that image. Yeah, and you can Were imagine. You the same.
3: Exactly. I was, because it, it, it's a really big bugbear of mine mm. that you do a shoot and you edit. 15 images do not put 15 images into a competition all <laughs> right and you're laughing because yeah. you know it's not yeah. only that one model yeah. there were th- th- there was about five themes that kept coming up and there were multiples of each in each theme and what broke my heart was the first time we see it it's interesting the second time you're you're scoring it against the other one you've seen it against
0: so are so
3: you're trying to hold two they're competing against each other okay and then on the third time you're seeing it and you're scoring it but there's a malaise nearly so what i'd need to say to people is pick your best images do not compete against yourself multiple yeah. times you know and today was a very big show of people putting multiple images in there's a panel of images of, of children. And I think nearly we saw every single one of them. And there was no need to put every single one of them. The impact would have been in two. Okay. Not all of them. I get you. Yeah.
0: Michelle, thank you very much for coming on. You have a wealth me. of knowledge for photography. And it was a joy to be around you for the day. You're such a lovely <laughs> human being.
3: Thank you very much. I can fly home because the dubs are playing today.
0: Oh, God. I oh, hope <laughs> Kerry wins.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to disagree on that one. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Thanks very show. much for bye your bye. time. Thanks. Bye-bye.
0: Are you sick of AA batteries, an ongoing cost, constantly having to change them? Well, the Modus 360RT and 600RT speedlights are the ones for you. Available for Canon, Nikon, Sony and Fujifilm. It's got an extreme lithium-ion battery with a 1.5 second recycle time. That's 4 times faster than AA batteries. 600 shots at full power, 1000 and a half. Available now at Hanel.ie. And we're back again. It's all said and done. The results are in. The champions are cheering. Everyone's smiling and laughing. It's that feel-good factor that you need on a Saturday evening. Now, before we go home, we jumped on back on. We had him on already, the winner of the Nature Photographer of the Year, and he's a beautiful haircut just like mine. Pacquiao O'Donoghue. <laughs> Congratulations, Packy. Well Thanks so
1: done. Much, Jeremy, oh, it was fantastic. I couldn't believe it. Like you know, it was a, it was a shock again. When I won it back two years ago, but uh, to win it again in 2020, it was fantastic. Like you know, wow. Oh, the 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 images alone today were absolutely stunning. Like you know, not just mine because I won it. Like, but the images <laughs> uh, that were there uh, competing against. Like you know, yeah, yeah. They were. I I got a shock because I just asked one of the uh, the organisers from Blarney what actually image that won it. Yes. And when he told me, like you know. He said, um, the judges were going back and forward and back and they were still pulling out my one and still pulling it out and they were going back. They were there for about five minutes, he said, but they went back to it and he said, that was the one. But uh, I can't mention it, uh, unfortunately, I know, I know, because it's gone on to the, the all Ireland final now. So I'm thrilled with that one alone. And just a little note, it's with a projected image as far as I know. Okay,
0: okay, well done. Mm. jeez, I, and like Blackwater now, I just joined this year and it's 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 been a joy so far. I mean like, they cleaned up today. Oh, they in did? In the they, nature side,
1: Including of yourself, like you got a fantastic honorable mention there, an advanced print, um, nature photographer of the year, like, you know, and uh, congratulations to you, dear Thank man. Thank you very much, appreciate um, it. Also, uh, two other members of our club, like, you know, um, they got one of them got a gold medal, um, uh, another one got a silver medal, and all of them mentions, uh, Kieran O'Mahony, No uh, one of our great photographers, and Paul Manigan. Paul Manigan did and very well. Absolutely fantastic. No... The, the, overall we cleaned up we did uh we did and uh just you re- got you got about 50 honorable mentions as well <laughs> by the way didn't the you yeah. <laughs> yeah when rory uh he says to me that uh you better stay there now he said because you have. You've one, two, three, four honorable <laughs> Minches all in one go. And uh Michelle DeGrudin said you bought a fan out, she said because yeah. that's the only way you're gonna to get to see him, like you know. So I got four honorable Minches oh, straight well straight away, like you know. just absolutely stunning. Like I, I didn't think I'd win the photographer of the year again for the SACC nature, like yeah. you know. Um I, I suppose I said a few prayers uh to my mother and a, a few more people are I I, I prayed for like you know, so I'm delighted they probably my prayers were answered. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank Fair bet, yeah.
0: Packy, thank you very much for coming on a yeah. second time. A second time, And yeah. uh, we, we'll probably have to sit down and have you on as a special guest, maybe yeah. sometime during 2020 would, definitely. No problem at all. No Thanks, problem. everybody. Yeah, have a well. good day.
1: Cheers. Thank you very much.
0: And now we are welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And now we got rid of Paki O'Donoghue, uh, the lovely gentleman who won Nature Photographer of the Year. But lo and behold, I have the overall Photographer of the Year, Michael Strapak from Blarney Camera Club. Congratulations, Michael. Thank you very much. Are you are you happy with the way things went today? I'm totally thrilled. To yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long day. It was it was a yeah, long day. In it, fairness, now, right? It. Uh, you didn't just win one award. You won quite a few. What else did you win?
4: Uh, I got a I got a first place in mono. Uh, yeah and the first in uh, color print as well so. color print jesus i actually yeah. don't know with which which picture one the whole yeah i know one, so. it's a
0: bit confusing right because yeah, yeah, yeah. i so. got an honorable mention in the nature advance yeah, yeah, yeah. and i don't know what image it was for but uh, okay. i have an idea but yeah. i'm not too sure so. but no it was a great day overall you did really really well Thank you you're mentioning. going home with loads of awards you it <laughs> has to be a feel-good factor yes Oh, it's unreal unreal yeah, I'm yeah. feeling.
4: My heart is beating like crazy. <laughs> sure, <laughs> even when I came up to you yeah, yeah.
0: after you'd won to ask you if you'd come on the podcast, it's like you were lost for words. It's like you totally, didn't know where totally, you were. Totally, totally. Yeah. I <laughs> tell me about it. What was the the process of the leading up to the competition? Like, were you confident with your image? Uh, the getting it ready for print? Did you get it mounted? And how how was the process of it?
4: Uh, this year, I uh, I printed everything myself. Oh, brilliant! Uh, so. Because I think you need to control, you know. So you you, want to get the right colors all the time. uh, Yeah. I mean, you spend a lot of time get a picture done, uh, the processing. So in the end, I I wanted to print it myself as well. So you're right. So full full control control all the time. And what printer are you using for Um, your prints? uh, I I I got an Epson six hundred. Okay, so that's like a super dice-up kind of special printer, is it? It's fine. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. It, It works perfect. Yeah, it prints. Amazing! So
0: excellent, excellent. Now tell me more about uh, during the competition. Like, were you really, really confident? Did you think coming into the competition, I could get somewhere? Maybe I could get an honorable mention. Could, I could win this.
4: Uh, I'm actually entering salons all the time during, during the year. Okay. So I, I had a few images that I knew they're doing well. Okay. In salons, I was I was quite confident with maybe two or three images, but uh, in the end, there was an image scored 15 that i yes. just put in in the last minute you yeah, know, I, yeah, just, yeah. I, I wouldn't wouldn't expect that image to, to get high score but uh,
0: yeah that's amazing that's, that's tell me more about these salons like are they are they in europe or are all around the place
4: all, all around the world yeah 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 yeah
0: and brilliant and like so, uh, is it expensive to enter these competitions
4: uh, depends depends I, I i think it's about 20 30 euros for salon Okay, okay. So and you do that, that a couple yeah. of times throughout you can, the year. You can, you can enter every week if you want. You know, you can enter how many ones. So okay, how brilliant.
0: Ones? I, I must look into that now, actually, yeah. because <laughs> I've got this bug. Now, this is my first time it's entering. Good,
4: it's a it's, it's good uh, thing to test your photos. Yeah, it's a good know, idea. Yeah, before some big competition. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. Because okay. this is my first time entering a competition this yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. Like, you know, I've never entered before. Yeah. It's just like, do you know what? I'm going to actually take part in the competition this year and just do something, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I'm delighted I did it now oh, because it's okay. it's, it's, a, it's a great, you're on the edge of your seat all the time going, <laughs> I'm, am I going to do well? Am, <laughs> am I going to minute, do well? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's brilliant. And you
4: just hear your name in the end. it's just... And well, and yeah, they'll, yeah they'll, it is yeah. and when everyone's yeah, yeah.
0: clapping it's like yes I'm out totally. I should be uh, I should be the king of the world <laughs> <laughs> Michael Crazy. I won't take up too much of your time thank you very much for uh, coming on the podcast Thanks and so much. Uh, congratulations thank, again, very much. thank you very uh, much. Uh, to you and your camera club at Blarney Photography Club
4: have listen. a nice day you too thank you very much
0: and there you have it that's it guys that's a bit of a wrap for here in the Horse and Jockey Hotel in County Tipperary for the SACC's Nature Photographer of the Year and the Photographer of the Year to say that I've done way better than I thought it would would be an understatement. I actually loved the whole process, uh, the build up to the competition. Uh, now, I did leave a lot of things to the last minute, but I, I'm really glad I did it. It's it's like ripping off a band-aid. You know, you're hum- I was humming and hawing hummin about doing it and I kind of invested in myself to do this thing and I went away and I did it and I'm delighted. I remember doing this podcast last year from uh, somewhere in Tipperary. I can't remember where. And uh, Darren and I were talking away and the standard of the pictures was just unbelievable. And we were saying like to get an honourable mention is just an absolute joy. Like it was just brilliant. And, and I didn't expect it this year. I just wanted to test the waters. I wanted to test myself. And I went away and got an honourable mention. So I I couldn't be happier really going home today. But now, next wee months, the 25th of February, in Kerala is the finals. So I have eight images that are after making the finals. So I have four for Nature Photographer of the Year and four for Photographer of the Year. I, to get anything up there, I'd be, I'd be shocked, absolutely shocked, because it's going to be the best in the whole country, not just the South, it's the whole country up there. But lo and behold there is a new selection of judges so you just never know what the way the cooking is going going to crumble so i can't wait for that uh talking to my wife then also uh, on the break and i was telling her look i'm after getting this part i'm after getting qualified blah, blah blah." so she wants to go up for the whole weekend and stay the night in the hotel so it's something to think about and maybe we should, we could have a few drinks and relax and enjoy the whole weekend uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, so, keep it on your diaries, guys. The 25th of February in the Carlo. In the Carlo? Jesus. <laughs> in Carlo. And uh, we're going to have Mighty Crack. So, we will definitely be doing a podcast from there. And Darren J. Spoonie, I'm sure, will be there on hand to poke me and prod me and annoy me for the day. And uh, we'll have Mighty Crack. All right. So, guys, I'm going to sign out here. And I need to get home because I'm famished. Yes, I am the skinniest fat man in the world, and I need food. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you want to further experience, don't forget to join the Facebook page at the Irish Photography Podcast. All I have to do is name a host on the podcast that's Diarmid or Darren. Uh, We'll even accept special guest names, and also on the Instagram page where Darren kind of takes. Uh, full control of that. I pop in from time to time, and he does a fantastic job promoting the world of photography. And that's it, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, do email us at the Irish photography podcast at gmail.com. If you got any questions for our mailbags, that we can answer for you. And we'll talk to you all soon. Ayo. Hey, guys, if you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts? Give us a five star rating and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, we'll see you next week. And remember, keep shooting.